the best case scenario for me is that Adobe just goes, okay, Figma, we want you to do your thing. You're clearly onto something great. You've come in and like swept up the industry. Everybody's in love with you as evidenced by the outrage at us buying you. Here is a bunch of money and resources. Go execute on your vision even faster. Do all the things that you want to do. Uh, I think it could be really exciting to see what comes out of that, if that is how it goes down. Welcome to Design Life. This is a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And my name's Femke. And today we're going to talk about Figma. Specifically, if you <laughs> haven't heard the news already, Figma Have was, you been living under a rock? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where have you been, first of all? Uh, and second of all, Figma was recently acquired by Adobe for $20 billion. Billion! Billion. Billion. Huge, wow. huge, huge, huge sale. And we thought we had to talk about this on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was announced a few days ago as of we're recording it. And Twitter was just wild. Twitter went crazy. Design Twitter was full of emotions. I think there's a lot of anxiety around this acquisition. And we want to talk about it because, you know, we're a podcast about design. And Charlie and I both love and use Figma nearly every day and so we'll get into it we'll get into how we're feeling and, and what our thoughts are about this uh, spicy acquisition uh before we get into it though charlie how's it going how have things been side project land in side project land things are busy um i released my income report finally at the start of this week as of our recording um that had been in the works for a while so i was pleased to get that out and um, yeah, it's had a good reception so far. And then speaking of launches, I think by the time this episode goes live, the next season of Inside Marketing Design would have Yay! started my, my other podcast, baby. Um, so I'm excited about that too, because that's also been in the works for a while. And I think this season is some of honestly the best content I've ever made. I've put a lot of effort into it, spending a lot of money on the production of it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I hope people go check it out because... Um, in my biased opinion, is going to be really good. <laughs> awesome. Have you have you announced like any of the guests you're going to have on the season? Can you name drop or share? I can name drop here for sure. I think I have. So we're going to have, um, you know, timely for today's topic, we're going to have Sketch on the season, Ooh, which will spicy. be interesting. <laughs> and one of the things we're going to talk about is how they design competitor pages. And we had decided that well before this acquisition Wow, was that's so funny. So, yeah, excited to dig in to, with the sketch team on that. Um, who else do I have? Monday.com. I have Pitch. I have Oyster. I have Zapier. There's oh. a lot of great companies this season. So yeah, definitely please go check it out at InsideMarketingDesign.com. Yay. I'm so excited for you. And every time you do these seasons, I'm just blown away. Like every time it's just better than the last. So I can't, I can't wait Aww, to see it. Thanks, fam. It's awesome. Yes, I, I agree that they do get better as we go. Um, I think that just happens with, with practice, right? And yep. with doing things. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? How's uh, how's Side Project Land for you? I know you're getting back into things after am. the summer break. Yes, I have been filming again. I realized Yay. I hadn't filmed since June, which is like so long ago. Uh, I finally sat down earlier this week. I've recorded three videos so far. So I'm, I'm, I think I mentioned a few episodes ago, I was thinking about switching to seasons and like batch kind of recording content. Mm. So as of now, I'm trying to record all my content for the rest of the year. So it's like mid-September right now. And I'm just trying to get in as many recording sessions as I can so that for the rest of the year, I've got content to like ready to be released. 
So that's what I'm working on. I'm, I'm full steam ahead in video mode, coming up with topics to make videos about, writing scripts, filming, all of that stuff. Uh, it feels good. It feels good to be back in it again. Yeah, and that's exciting that you're batch filming so that then you can have content coming out and you're going to be able to be consistent and you're like making use of the energy that you have now to be recording too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. One of the first videos that is going to come out is a walkthrough of like a case study that I did at Wealth Simple around like design systems, which I've never really done Ooh. design systemy content. Like I had never worked on design systems until I joined Wealth Simple. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to to share that project and walk through like how I created the components in Figma and that kind of stuff should be fun. Oh, that is exciting. Cause I know we I think we did an episode talking about design systems earlier this year. But I think that video content for design system is much it's better, better than audio content stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes definitely. that's awesome yeah looking forward to seeing for sure thank you but uh should we get into it into the the hot takes and the the spicy content so as as i understand it adobe have not bought figma yet but it's mm. like they are going to and i think they had to announce it to do with their like because adobe are publicly traded and like shareholders have to know about the the plans i guess i don't know what was your first reaction i was very surprised to to see this was happening like i was like what yeah why <laughs> my first reaction was no like like just yes, my, no the michael scott gif <laughs> yeah. from the office that it was, was literally no, like, no no yeah yeah i it, it was like it was the the morning for us I was in bed still and my mm -hmm. partner Owen came in and was like I got some funny news to tell you and I was like what like still half asleep and he's like Adobe bought Figma and I was like no <laughs> I literally put my head under my pillow I was like no this cannot be happening I do not believe this um that was definitely my first reaction logged onto Twitter and saw a lot of the same reaction a lot of folks mm -hmm. were mm -hmm surprised and upset and anxious and confused. I think for a long time, Figma has been this darling tool that we've all really, really loved and has everything they've done has been so opposite of Adobe, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Figma has such a strong community. I think that's actually one of their greatest assets is the community that they've built around the tool is so strong and so passionate about Figma that I think People just love the tool a lot. And I think change like this is is scary for some people. Yeah, my biggest fear at first, because knowing that Adobe has Adobe XD, that they've obviously been working on for years and putting a lot of effort behind. I've been to a few of um, Adobe Max conferences where they've had like a bunch of XD sessions and things. They really were trying to, you know, really trying. Yeah. That. So I was like, oh my God, are they going to shut Figma down? <laughs> and make us all use Adobe XD please no I'm going back to sketch um but it seems like from the statements they've put out and I feel like I do trust the Figma team on this they've said that they're going to operate like separately still um Dylan is going to stay on as the CEO of Figma he's still going to be working in that capacity and that they're still committed to the community and their pricing that they currently have, things like that. Because I know that's another big concern that we have as a community is, you know, Adobe Creative Cloud's extortionate pricing and oh. like <laughs> a slightly evil cancellation processes mm. as well. Like mm. paying a fee to cancel and 
I don't know. It's just um, you definitely start to worry about that. Figma has been this tool that any designer can get started with without paying a cent. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. so important to have that for for the design community and like the next generation of designers. So, yeah, there's a lot to be concerned about. Um, but the Figma team is saying that things are going to stay like essentially relatively the same for us on the user end. Yeah, there was even a tweet going around, I think, from one of the directors at XD. And he basically said, we're going to stop like in like adding resources to XD and probably over time, like really slow it down. So my take from that is that like XD might eventually dissolve. I, I don't know. It's not officially what's being said in that tweet, but it does seem like, you know, cause there were questions around like, aren't you all going to be cannibalizing your own product? You're mm. going to have XD Figma. And so I'm sure they're trying to figure out some strategy there for how, how both will continue or one will continue and the other won't. Um, my second reaction was, isn't this basically a monopoly? Like I always yeah. get worried when big conglomerates start buying up all the little guys. And a, a good example of this is when Facebook bought Instagram, mm -hmm. basically became a, a bit of a monopoly in that space. And so I was also worried about that of like, are we going to have any choice at some point? Or like, is the only choice going to be Adobe? But then I'm kind of reassured that there's a lot of indie tools, there's a lot of small tools in this space. I don't know about you, Charlie, but I get emails from from tools all the time wanting me oh, to yeah. check them out and, you know, share them with my audience. So there are other tools in this space. I just think it's going to become even harder for them to break into because it's going to be dominated by Adobe. Yep. I do think that there's, um, like, if I put my positive thinking hat on, I know how much resources Adobe has, right? Like, because like I said, I've been to an Adobe Max conference. Oh, they got, they got money. <laughs> they like, that conference is not a moneymaker for Adobe. They do sell tickets, but the amount they spend on it and yeah. having been behind the scenes for the ConvertKit conference and knowing how much conferences cost to put on, like, yeah, Adobe invests a shit ton of money in making that conference a great experience. And so I know, I mean, the fact that they had 20 billion lying around to buy Figma just shows how much resources they have, I yeah. guess. Um, so I'm kind of excited for the Figma team to get some of those resources. Like the, the best case scenario for me is that Adobe just goes, okay, Figma, we want you to do your thing. You're clearly yeah. onto something great. You've come in and like swept up the industry. Everybody's in love with you as evidenced by yeah. the outrage at us buying you. Here's a bunch of money and resources. Go execute on your vision even faster. Yeah. Do all the things that you want to do. Uh, I think it could be really exciting to see what comes out of that, if that is how it goes down. Um, but my worst case scenario is that Adobe are like, hey, Figma team, welcome to our vision. <laughs> Help us produce it. Because, um, yeah, I don't know how much I believe in the Adobe vision anymore these days. They were who I got started with in my career, like many designers, of course. But um, I found myself using Adobe stuff less and less for design work these days. Yeah, yeah, totally hear you. So the, the next thing I did was I actually have a couple of friends who went to work at a tool called Frame.io maybe about 18 yes. months ago. Uh, and mm -hmm. at the time they were an independent company and I think they do like video, like collaborative video editing or something like that. Uh, and yeah, it's like a video feedback tool. Yes. I think we use it at ConvertKit. Yes, yeah. yes, basically. Uh, and they got bought by Adobe about a year or so ago. And so the next thing I did was 
okay, what happened to frame.io? Like how, how are Adobe positioning frame.io? Is it wrapped up in the creative cloud suite? Cause I was like, you know, that's probably sheds a light on how this might go with Figma. Uh, and so frame.io still totally independent. Their website says nothing about Adobe, nothing about creative cloud. Unless you go to the very bottom, there's a little like, you can also use this if you have a creative cloud subscription, but you can also buy and use it independently. Uh, and then I went into my creative cloud account and like, you can basically add it on to your creative cloud subscription for free. So I was like, okay, maybe it'll be similar with Figma. Like that might be what we're going to get is like, you can use Figma for free if you have a creative cloud subscription, or you can use it independently and buy, buy it for your own subscription. So I don't know, seeing that gave me a little bit more hope in what you're saying, where like, I hope that like frame.io, Figma can continue to run independently and autonomously on their own and just tap into the Adobe resources when needed to help them accelerate faster. So I have hope. I have hope that, that, that it's not going to be like, you know, worst case scenario, it's like rebranded as Adobe XD, chucked into the creative cloud suite. Like no. that would be worst case scenario. I, I don't think that's, that's what's going to happen. And anything that is going to happen is probably going to take time. Like these things don't yes. happen quickly we're not going to see some drastic overnight change this is going to take months and months and months so years maybe even maybe so I think we have time we have time yeah yeah we don't need to panic <laughs> and you're right I that that story about frame.io gave me hope as well because I actually didn't remember that they'd been bought by Adobe mm. I'm sure I heard the news when it <laughs> happened but like I said, we've been using it at ConvertKit. It's a great product. It's nice to use. It's not got that like bloaty, crashy yeah. Adobe style thing going <laughs> crashy on. Crashy style. Um, yeah. And so that gave me hope. I was like, oh, well, you know what? Frame.io is still okay. So maybe Figma will be okay too. Yeah. Um, I do think that I like probably myself, I overreacted a little bit to start with as well. And <laughs> But a lot of designers did uh, like seeing people talk about moving like oh what are we moving to then oh my gosh I'm like okay let's not be too dramatic here um yeah you know we use Figma for a reason and as of right now that reason is like still valid it's still the same it's still the great tool that we know and love um so I think that we should all calm the farm a little bit and give it a chance like we should trust the Figma team a bit but I did see um, a really interesting tweet and like a really valid point of view, I thought. Um, this was from Andy Budd said, uh, I think a lot of designers backed Figma in the early days because it wasn't Adobe. Mm. So I suspect a lot of designers are feeling slightly let down and betrayed about now. And uh, I think that's a good point. I think people were excited to be supporting an independent tool. Yeah. I know that that was a, a big part of, um, you know, me promoting it and aligning with Figma too. I'm like, this is such a cool company. It's such a cool independently run tool, obviously VC backed still, but um, yeah, that it does suck a little bit that it's, it's Adobe and a monopoly, like you said, um, that they're part of now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then on the flip side, I'm also like, this is huge for our industry. Like this is showing the potential mm. of like what we can do in this space and how valuable design is like a $20 yeah. billion price. I don't think Pinterest is even valued at that price or Etsy. Like it is a big number. I don't think there's been an acquisition this big in, in a while. And so I'm also just like, like hats off to, to the CEO Dylan and his team for building this amazing tool in this space and like having this incredible exit uh, is is awesome in itself and I think like 
yeah, we should all we should all be grateful for Dylan and all of the hard work that they've done. Yep. And the like like you said, the community has been a big part of Figma from day one. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that Figma are gonna drop that by the wayside. Like the team were already um, I, I loved how the Figma designer advocates, because I follow a bunch of them on Twitter, reacted to this. Like they were joining in on the memes <laughs> and they posted like a, a Twitter space. We would ask questions. Yes. I think they've done the they've done the best they can to like mitigate people's concerns. But people are, you know, still still going to have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was really nice, actually. I think it was the day after like Dylan and, and team hosted a like Figma mm-hmm. community all hands like on Twitter spaces yeah. that went for a while. Uh, and yeah, that's just a testament to, I think, the community that they've built and the trust that they've built. Uh, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Adobe takes that on. And, you know, I think Adobe has a lot of trust building to do here uh, with, with mm-hmm. the Figma community. So I'm curious to see how they're going to how they're going to build that trust. Uh, you tweeted, I think, Charlie, that you ended up buying some shares in Adobe yeah, after the news. Do you want to share a little bit about <laughs> they, that? They basically <laughs> went on sale, you know, the Adobe stock price dropped all the way down and I'm like, oh, let me just scoop a few up. Um, I do believe a lot in Figma and obviously yeah. Figma isn't publicly traded. So, mm-hmm. and I don't work there, so I didn't have any shares in Figma. So I'm like, great, maybe this is my way to like, yeah, <laughs> own a piece of the Figma action. Um, there was another really interesting tweet that I saw another good point. This is from Fonz Mans says, maybe this acquisition will bring some much needed change and improvements to the Adobe product ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking a lot about the impact Adobe is going to have on Figma. But if they're smart about it, I do think that Adobe can learn a lot from Figma and learn from their process, their approach, their design vision, like the way they're serving the community. And uh, that could be a way to make Adobe, like, quite frankly, relevant again <laughs> in the in the like um, digital design space. Obviously, they're still the main tool that print designers use. Their photo video stuff is still super popular. But yeah for us in the digital design of the tech world, Adobe's just become less and less relevant. And um, if they want to take it, this is their chance, you know, to actually learn and improve. Yeah. Yeah. I don't use much of Adobe's products, um, but in your experience, would you say that like they do have trust and, and community built around the other kind of design tools that they have? Like you mentioned, like, print design and video like are they seen as the leaders in that space do they have community built around that or or are they kind of like falling by the wayside across the whole suite I think that they are leaders in the space for print design Mm -hmm. and for photo video as well yeah like I know Lightroom especially is still um, the main tool that a lot of photographers use and yeah you know most in their process but I don't think they have much of a community like I don't think yeah. there's a lot of people out there who would you know go into battle for Adobe <laughs> like we all have done for Figma <laughs> yeah that's which so is really interesting, interesting yeah you know, that they can you can be an industry leader in the space but not have people love you and I think that's why um they lost out to Figma quite frankly with with XD a I would bet, and from people I've talked to, a lot of people use XD because they already had a Creative Cloud subscription and right. they were used to Adobe products. Right. They didn't use it because they loved it the most or that they like, oh, I just adore this product and I want to try it out. Um, unlike Figma, which was a lot of us making the switch because we heard great things and we just got you know wrapped up in the ecosystem. What do you think this means for tools like Sketch? Like, 
Oh, well, what I really liked is that they very quickly added a little note to their competitor page that said independent. And there's a tick next to sketch and an X next to figure. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did see them tweet something about like, we'll, we're, we're never selling or something. Uh, they, they, you know, had some tongue in cheek tweet that they put out, as did a few other yep. tools in the design space, actually. Yeah. Um, so, I've seen yeah, a few other tools get into it with like promoted tweets. I've seen some ads for like, I think Affinity Designer, maybe. Really? It was like, we're still independent and not owned by Adobe. <laughs> I'm like, good try, buddies. Good try. I mean, the, the, I think that really is a testament to like how shocking this acquisition is. Like mm-hmm. Adobe out of all, like I, I, my bets would have been like Google m- might have acquired Figma or Microsoft or something like that. I would have, I would have guessed that that would have been first in the list before Adobe. I, it kind of felt, it kind of feels like doing a trade with the devil. Like I, I think there's a tweet going around <laughs> Um, that Dylan, the CEO of Figma, wrote a few years ago of like, our goal is to be Figma, not Adobe, right? It's kind of like Adobe was the opposite of what Figma wanted to be. And so I think that's just extra shocking. It's not just that they got acquired, it's who acquired them. That's the shocking part for me. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think it's really interesting, this this narrative. um, And like, I understand the... Adobe, we're not big fans of it. We're worried about it because of what they've done to like <laughs> bastardize their own product. Um, so what are they going to do to Figma? But um, it's important for us to remember that Figma was a VC-backed company, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that really independent when you have a board <laughs> of that of investors that you have to appease? That like, you know you're never going to have people investing in a company and expect to get nothing in return. Um, so I understand that from, you know, the Figma team's point of view, like this exit, they had to take it on for for the investors, for themselves. They could not pass up this opportunity and still have their, their board, you know, yeah. believe in them and back them, I guess. They would have been like, what the heck are you up to turning this down, you guys? Yeah. Um, so we got to keep that in mind with any sort of VC-backed tool is that, they need to pay the investors back somehow. Um, so we shouldn't be shocked that this happened. You're right, Fem, we can be shocked that it happened <laughs> to go to Adobe. But the fact that it sold it all, like, yeah, we just can't expect that to, to be the case. Yeah, I mean, it probably is the best outcome for them, I guess. Like, who could have afforded more than $20 billion? Not many companies, yeah. I guess. It's a pretty short yeah. list. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it would have been worse if they sold to Facebook. Oh, that would have been worse. <laughs> that definitely would have been yeah. worse. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe even worse is, like, if Apple bought them and just dissolved it to an internal tool. Because Apple have done <gasps> that before. I think with Origami. They, have they? They bought Origami at least okay someone can correct me if I'm wrong but my understanding was that they bought out origami and basically like closed it to become just an internal tool so that could have been even worse but uh thankfully we're not there it does get me wondering though around like surely this isn't the first time Adobe approached Figma to buy them out Mm -hmm. you know Figma's Mm -hmm. been around I think nearly 10 years at this point uh I'm sure they've had a lot of People in the past coming up to them, being really interested. I wonder what they've turned down. And I wonder like why now and why not before? So we'll probably never get an answer to that, but it is curious to think about. Yeah. Yeah. That is an interesting thought. And I know that um, uh, we had, as I'm sure you did as well, uh, a discussion in our work Slack about this as soon as it was announced 
there was a thread and there was all of us designers chiming in. And I think it was Nathan, our CEO, was saying that like he believed that Figma could become a $50 billion company mm. if they just kept going and committed to their vision. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting that they chose to sell now um, while they're like, you know, so at, like not even at the peak yet. They're, yeah. they're on the way up still. Yeah, especially in the current market, whatever, eco, macro, whatever the buzzwords are, like conditions, like was this a good deal for Adobe? Like was this mm. a steal or like was it actually worth more and because of the current like economic climate like you know adobe got a good deal i, I don't know i don't know i guess we we won't know the answer to that but it's, it's an interesting time to sell and i suppose i wonder what the motivation was behind the decision to sell now yeah yeah uh, let's make some predictions of what we think will be happening oh. a year from now a year or from now. maybe let's say a year from when they actually buy it when they close I know, the deal like i said at the start yeah when they close the deal what do we think realistically is going to have happened i think xd will slow down in terms of like r d like investment in that tool mm -hmm. um i think figma will be present at adobe max in some way Ooh, that's fun uh we may see Figma as a free add-on to a Creative Cloud subscription. Hmm. And I'm hoping it'll stay free. Like that you can still like access the tool for free, education accounts, all of that. I'm hoping there'll be, that's what I'm hoping there's no changes to. And I, I, it seems like Figma's really, like really cares about that as well as maintaining the access that Figma has and making it available yep. for all. So I hope that that maintains. Yep. What about you? I hope all those things too. I worry that we might start to see um, like development, new features and things slowed down a little at Figma mm. after the acquisition because there'll be, I don't know, as much as they can say it can operate independently. If Adobe owns Figma, they quite rightly have a right to say like what should happen in the roadmap. And that just like adds extra steps, right? You've got extra giant extra stakeholders. stakeholders. Yeah. 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 Um, hanging over you. So I have a fear that that might happen, but quite frankly, the pace at which the Figma team works, if even if they slow down a bit, they're still <laughs> going to be faster than a lot of other companies out there. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't be too worried about it. Um, I wonder if we'll see them maybe a year from now is too soon, but like down the line, try to combine Figma community with Behance community Interesting. somehow. Yeah. Because otherwise Adobe is going to have two different like community aspects yep. to what they do. And um, I don't know. I just don't know if that'll happen. Um, of course, if they truly do stay completely operating separately, then that'll be great. But I'd be, I'd be surprised if that happened. I'd be surprised if there wasn't like some interweaving happening a year from yeah, now. Yeah. 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 I think my biggest question in all of this is like, what does this mean for XD? Like, because I think whatever happens to XD will also determine what happens to Figma. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I want to know what, what, what XD's plan is uh, and what that means for the Figma team. I think XD stops existing. I think they sunset it. Yeah. That's my prediction. We'll come back to this. If, if that is the, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. And my only worry is that if that is the case, then, like, Figma has to exist embedded in the creative cloud sweet because right. otherwise there's no ux tool uh so i yeah i don't know what that means don't know if that's good don't know if that's bad but i guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and see it's gonna be a while yep 
we'll wait and see and we won't panic in the meantime folks no panicking we'll continue on in our figma files as usual until then yes yes (laughs) this was this was fun uh fun to talk about i had a lot of people asking me what my like what my thoughts were on this topic and i was like Mm. i'm sure i'll do an episode with charlie about it just wait just wait so i'm glad i'm glad we talked about this yeah, I had people, one one last thing to add as well, I had people ask me what this means for my channel sponsorship because Figma have been sponsoring my YouTube channel for a long time. And my answer is quite frankly, I don't know. I hope that they <laughs> want to continue sponsoring. But like I said, when um, they have new stakeholders now, they might have new ways they need to spend their marketing budgets and yeah. things like that. So I won't be too surprised if that ends. I'll be disappointed, but I won't be surprised. And I will continue to like proudly be sponsored by them for as long as yeah. they want to sponsor me and for as long as they remain the tool that I know and love. Yeah. I'll just say that. Fingers crossed that uh, that doesn't go away. Yeah, exactly. Well, Fem, where can people go to find more episodes of this show? Yeah, you can head to designlife.fm. You can also find us in your favorite podcast app. And if people want to tweet us, Charlie, where can they go? Well, you can tweet us at Design Life FM if you have a like topic request, things like that. But we'll also link me and Pem's um, individual Twitter accounts because we're much better at checking those, to that's, be honest. That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. So you, you can find them in the show notes as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, and if you're on Instagram and enjoying the show, we love it when you share a story about you listening to Design Life. Yes. Someone did one earlier this week and it was just like so nice to see. Yeah, they were walking down the street with their headphones in. Yeah, like and listening. Like, Design Life by at Charlie Prangley and Nat Femme Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that's so cool. We love, love, love those. So uh, let us know if you're listening to the show. And let us know where you're listening from. That's always fun. Yes. (laughs) All right. We'll catch up next week. See you then, Charlie. Bye. Bye. Bye.